So every day we listen and we learn, as we say, right? We listen and we learn exactly what is going to be happening starting at the end of the lifting of Title 42, which takes place tomorrow, May 11th, 2023. Basically, Title 42 is a process whereby those people who really have no purpose in coming to the United States other than seeking employment, which is not a legal basis for migration, except for those coming in as temporary migrants and sponsored by proper employers. Under the law, they're not allowed to do that. But the way that the Trump administration was able to put a a block into it was because of COVID-19. Now, the Biden administration could have easily come up with something else to use as a process to allow for longer application times for those people seeking to cross the border into the United States who were not eligible for asylum. They were coming in as what are called gotaways, illegals, wetbacks, uh, whatever you want to call them. Those people who, you know, just come in and they just come into work. There's a lot of those people, and they're all over the southwestern United States, from Southern California. You can go to where I grew up, uh, partly in uh, where I went to high school in uh, Orange County, and go down to a city known as Santa Ana, and you walk around that area, and you will see that and believe that you are in Mexico when you go around certain parts of Santa Ana. Although, you know, it is a very different and diverse area in Orange County, but you go further south, you get into places like uh, San Diego and then just keep going east all along that border from San Diego and Tijuana to uh, Mexicali and Calexico to further down to uh, places like uh, Tucson and uh, whatever is, uh, I think it's uh, Jalisco's on the other side. I'm not really sure of the, of the town that's on the other side, but they have all these other towns on, on, on the other side until you get all the way over to uh, Juarez and uh, El Paso. That is all the Southwest border. And it continues on, of course, until Veracruz and uh, uh, whatever's on the American side on on Texas, as it gets to the Gulf of Mexico. And all these areas have one thing in common, and that is a large Mexican-American population that moves back and forth. And some of them are actually American citizens who just live on the Mexican side of the border. Some of them are Mexican citizens who live on the American side of the border and they have relatives on both sides and they do business on both sides and they work on both sides. And there's no problem with them. They, they have a long-standing tradition of doing that. But what has happened is you've got people who have been coming and going who have really no ties to those areas and they move further afield. One of the biggest places that right now is having a major problem is where I am in New York, where this podcast is based. Mike of New York, is a New York-based podcast. No, we're not just making it up. It's not just a title. And no, I'm not in Cobao. <laughs> you know, it is in New York City. And, uh, well, what's going to happen when Title 42 expires? Let's go down to the border in uh, Arizona. And let's listen in. As Art Del Cueto talks about it on his show, The Green Line. Now, Art Del Cueto is the head of the Border Patrol uh, union, which is basically called the Border Patrol Council. And this is the union of uh, Border Patrol employees 
whether they're agents, uh, whether they're office workers, whether they're guards, they're all part of this uh, green line because the uniforms they wear are green. And uh, they form this green line that protects the borders, both the northern and southern borders, and even the coastal borders of the United States. They're part of the United States Border Protection and Enforcement Force, a force that has been greatly sidelined by the efforts of the Biden administration. You see, the Biden administration has this strange idea that if they open up a flood from the borders, that they will retain control, the Democratic Party will retain control, and that these people who come across the borders will eventually find a way to become citizens, and eventually they'll continue to vote Democrat. Well, that's not really going to happen, because the vast majority of these people who come across the borders are Hispanic. And if there's anything that's been seen steadily, even here in New York, where we have you know tens of thousands of Hispanics who come in, I said, the Spanish are generally conservative, and they like being conservative. And they generally are very religious and very pro-family. And also, they're very gender conscious, very into a femininity of females and the machismo of the men. So with what the Democrats are doing, they're ruining their chances of uh, doing this. And eventually, what is just going to happen is perhaps they want to create another country. Perhaps they want to create a breakaway portion. Perhaps they're trying to allow other groups to be able to come in and damage the country bad enough that it breaks up. Maybe that's their idea. Maybe that's their plan. Maybe they're so envious of the British royal family that they want to have their own little kingdoms and fiefdoms and, you know, throw out what exists here now. Who knows? It's really hard to say. We don't know what George Soros is doing backing all of these things and paying for all of these processes that are just out of this world. It's really hard to say. But anyway, I digress. Let's go back to the point at hand. What happens when Title 42 ends? Here's our loqueto. And get released. Wait, even if they crossed illegally and well, everyone's, then they get caught everyone, is, everyone that's crossing illegally is, is claiming asylum. So I think the gotaway numbers are going to drop. Because a lot of those gotaways, uh, some are people that were not eligible to claim asylum. Right. They were ge- getting sent back under Title 42. Oh, okay. But right? now they can say it. Yes. Oh. Let me tell you what that's going to show. That is going to determine a good, a better showing number-wise of who is actually crossing drugs, who actually has serious criminal backgrounds. Because that's where a lot of your gotaways would be, Right. Because those are people that there's no way that they would be eligible for any type of asylum. Now we're going to see. Wow. Now we're going to see. But it's going to be chaotic because now everyone's going to come across and say, oh, asylum, they're going to get released. I, it used to be, didn't it used to be like if you wanted to come over, you had to apply? And you still have to. You still got to do that. Yeah, you have to. But, you know, under the new administration, they're just like, eh, whatever. Just if you ask, well, let you go. The buddy system. <laughs> Not the buddy system, but the, the trustee system, whatever the heck right. you call that's where it's it's crazy to me right now. And and we're going to see it get crazier, more chaotic. It's just going to be a complete mess. I'm not looking forward to it. And I think it's something that's going to be damaging, not just now, but for many years to come. So we'll see. And then it's election. And we're coming up on the next year. It's going to be the election year. And there's a lot of stuff going on. Now, with, uh, with people that get the asylum, right? Uh-huh. They get what, maybe seven years out, eight years yeah, out? Yeah, they're... they're most of them, they're saying, I think between 85 and 92 months out is so their is their court date. Say, for example, new administration comes in, mm-hmm. right? And um, it's not the current Biden administration, new right. administration. They want to crack down. And they want to crack down. 
but they still have to crack down on those people that have uh, eight years of a court date. Can yeah, they, because I, those are still assi- yeah. That's they okay. can't accelerate that. That's right? extremely important. That's so smart that you said that. Okay, you're exactly right. Because by law, they're already here on an asylum claim. Wow. So by law, they have to still go through the asylum process. Now you got to speed it up, and fi- but you got to find out where they're at for yeah. one. And look, last administration during the Trump administration, and they couldn't do it. You know, and, and that was a, an administration that was cracking down and trying to get things right during the. Uh, Obama administration was when they had all the unaccompanied juveniles that came across. Yeah. So during the Trump administration, they tried finding all these unaccompanied juveniles. Right. No one knew where they were at. No one kept track of where they were going. All those people are now full-grown adults, right? That was eight years ago, more. And no one knows where they're at. So it's, I'm telling you, once this is over, this administration, oh God, imagine if they got another four years. Yeah. Then we're talking even further out. Oh, man, it, it's just, it's scary to think. And it's just scary to think. Look, I have good neighbors, but I got a nice wall. Mm-hmm. That makes my neighbors even nicer because I have a wall, right? So it's, and it's just, and it's not because I hate them or anything like that. I've said it so many times before. It's, it's, you know, you, you, it's your home. And I think our borders are the same thing. It's, it's our nation, right? Where there should be a way to defend it. You can't just have open borders or just have anybody walk in. And there's a lot of people out there that are like hardcore open borders, like pushers. Yeah. yeah. If you are an open border pusher, you know, I admire you. Make your address, your, 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 your home address public so anyone can just walk into your house and grab whatever they want. Yeah. So that's uh, Art Del Cuarto and uh, his sidekick. I always forget the name of his co-host on the, on the program. And uh, I do have my glasses, so I will try and read uh, who the co-host is. Unfortunately, the f- font they use on this thing, uh, you know, and this is from the Green Line Radio Show with Art Del Cuero. And, uh, of course, you know, they're talking about the ending of Title 42 and what is going on. And also those people who are pushing this, uh, this uh, issue. So, you know, it is something that is, that is very, very, very sensitive to many, many people. And what exactly is going to be happening is something that a lot of people would like to know. And that's why we're featuring it today, of course. You know, looking at this as a problem that is not going to go away. It's not something that you can just say, oh, well, you know, don't worry about it. Um, You know, they'll figure it out. Uh, Yesterday they had a big hearing in Congress. It was about four hours long. And they were just talking about this, this entire thing. Uh, and, and, you know, you had, uh, people like, uh, Jim Jordan and, and others, this, this uh, talking about it. Looking to enter the country illegally. And, and, you this know, you, you had the Democrats, uh, you know, saying that, oh, you know, this, the process of, uh, you know, legalizing or, or making, uh, you know, going, going through the legal process to be able to allow only the right people who have legally qualified to enter the United States by in accordance with U.S. Uh, Immigration and Naturalization Act um, is wrong. You know, in their minds, anything that, that seems to follow the law is something that they don't want to do. And they don't want to do it by, you know, going before. They had, a, they had an entire four years under Nancy Pelosi. They, they controlled Congress. And then, you know, they still had control of the Senate. They could have changed so many laws and then, you know, just, just open up the borders if that's what they really wanted. But they didn't want to do it that way. They wanted to make it sneaky. And they just wanted to make it make it a process whereby, uh, you know, uh, what exactly um, 
this this entire thing. Now, of course, there is this Secure Borders Act of 2023, and you do have the different you know positions of the of the different members of Congress as to uh, what they have about it. Let's listen to uh, I believe this is Congressman uh, Jim Jordan and uh, what what he has to say about it. I think it's Jim Jordan. I'm not really sure. Remember, my eyesight isn't so good. And I'm just looking at feeds that are coming in here from uh, from my computer. So uh, let's uh, let's see what they have to say. Okay, yeah, I think it is. I think it is Jordan. Kind of looks like him anyway. Yeah, he always seems to lose his jacket. Uh, where's the volume on this thing? Oh, here we go. Over one point. 1.5 million illegal alien gotaways who successfully evaded capture in the 28 months that Joe Biden's been president, and nearly 2 million other illegal aliens released into the United States. Over 370,000 unaccompanied alien children, children encountered on our southwest border and placed with Health and Human Services, and at least, and this is this is unbelievable, and frankly, in response to the ranking members' comments, at least 85,000 of those kids have been lost by the Biden administration. We don't know where they're at. We don't know what bad things may be happening to kids. Nearly 200 alien terrorists encountered by the Border Patrol along the southwest border. And as we sit here today, the surges surrounding the end of Title 42 have already started. We've all seen it. Border Patrol Chief Ortiz reported that his agents encountered over 20, think about this, 26,000 aliens illegally crossing the border in 72 hours this past weekend. Just over this past weekend, a 72-hour time frame. Last week, there were 55,000 illegal alien encounters, nearly 8,000 a day, and there is no end in sight. In fact, I would argue after Thursday, it will only get worse. According to the Border Patrol intelligence sources, around 700,000 migrants are waiting in Mexican shelters to come to the United States when Title uh, Title 42 expires in two days. They will overrun our Border Patrol agents, they will overwhelm our resources, and they will overload our cities. By some estimates, 400,000 migrants will pass through Panama's Darien Gap, making their way effectively inviting them in. This week, House Republicans will pass HR2, the Secure Border Act, and make good on our promise to pass legislation to secure the border and protect our sovereignty. The Judiciary Committee's provisions of HR2 stop the incentives to come to the United States. Title I of Division B reforms the asylum system to stop asylum fraud and abuse and and to ensure that valid asylum claims are heard expeditiously. Specifically, the bill includes bars to criminals applying for asylum, requires that the alien claim fear at a port of entry, increases the credible fear standard, reigns in immigration and federal courts abuse of asylum grounds like particular social group. Title II ends the Biden administration catch and release policies, clarifies that the DHS secretary must remove or detain illegal aliens who arrive at the border or place them into a remain in Mexico type program. This is the heart of the legislation. I just want to be clear, Mr. Chairman. People can come to ports of entry, claim asylum. God bless them for doing it. If it's legit, we're going to let them in. We want that adjudication to happen as quick as as possible. But we're not just going to release them into the country. They will be detained or they will have to wait in Mexico while we evaluate their claim. That is the most important thing, I think, in the legislation. There are no other uh, options. The aliens cannot be paroled or otherwise released in the United States, as I just said, unless an immigration court grants the alien asylum or some other immigration benefit. It also 
allows the DHS secretary to suspend entry of aliens at the border to gain operational control. Title four closes the Flores settlement agreement loophole that has for many years encouraged family units to cross the border illegally. It ensures that all aliens will be detained for the pendency of their immigration court proceedings and kept together as a family. The number of real and fake family units crossing the border has skyrocketed over the last decade because aliens know that if they have a child with them, they will be they will be released once they get to the United States. Title V helps end the mass exploitation and migration of unaccompanied alien children. It requires that current law regarding unaccompanied alien children from Mexico and Canada be applied to children from other countries. This means that UACs, kids from non-contiguous countries will be screened for trafficking, this is important, or for a fear of return. And if none is found, they will be sent home, reunited with their family in their home country. We've all heard of the horror stories of what these UACs go through during their trip to the United States with smugglers. We all know how they can be exploited once here. The Biden administration, as I said earlier, cannot locate at least 85,000 of the 370,000 unaccompanied alien children who have entered this United States since Joe Biden took office. In 2014, the Obama administration asked Congress to pass a law to give the administration the ability to remove UACs. What we're doing in this bill. The Obama administration asked for that. In response, the House passed the language that is in, currently in this bill. Unfortunately, the Senate did not take up that bill and the UAC surges have continued. So basically, you know, the problems include that, you know, the, the very clear problem of these unaccompanied minors. Um, I live in an area where there is a huge, huge, huge population that has been among those crossing the border. And you see a lot of these younger high school age uh, teenagers who are definitely uh, parts of family groups that they've recently created, meaning they have kids. So these are children having children, meaning they have engaged in uh, conduct that is more adult in nature. In other words, they're having sex and they're multiplying. So you have a lot of these kids who are now having kids and growing. Um, many of them almost in a rushed pattern to be able to, they think, stay here longer if they have a child. Um, it's not necessarily true. And a lot of them don't realize that, but that's what they're told. And so you see more and more and more of these uh, younger uh, asylum seekers or migrants coming up and uh, coming uh, out with more families because, of course, of additional resources also that are given as benefits to, uh, you know, families with dependent children or single parents in particular. So it's a, it's a very common thing that you notice and see here in these United States more and more and more each day. Anyhow, that is what we're looking at. And that is what is coming to an end with Title 42's end. This bill that the Republicans have been preparing, the, uh, you know, uh, Secure the Border Act of 2023, it's probably not going to pass through Joe Biden's administration. Uh, it's unclear if the Senate will take it up and, and pass it quickly enough. Will it be in time to be able to deal with the situation that Eric Adams and other uh, officials of major cities in the United States are, are complaining about? That they are getting uh, you know, a loss of their resources and other things uh, to a scale that is uh, unprecedented? Who knows? Right now, the city of New York is spending about $5 million a day just to house and feed all these migrants who are coming in from different parts of the world and basically rushing to get to New York. Unfortunately, the situation is getting worse each day because the more they take care of the migrants, the more they rush in. 
And as soon as that border wall drops, as soon as that border Title 42 wall drops, it's, a, it's an artificial wall. It's not a real one. Guess what happens? Those 700,000 people gathered and ready to cross the border will come in one fell swoop. And many of them will probably end up here in New York City. So that's what you can expect with Title 42. A huge, massive surge that's going to be coming in. Like a flow. Like a flood. It is going to be a border tsunami. I'm Mike of New York. Arriba la base.